Hi, everybody. It's Stefan Molyneux from Free Domain Radio. Hope you're doing well. So I've been asked for my thoughts on this topic, which I will provide to you. Be careful what you want. You just might get it. Prepare to be offended. So the topic is the mass sexual assaults committed by migrants on German women at the New Year's Eve celebrations in the city of Cologne. And um, some of the reports are, quote, German police are investigating reports that scores of women were sexually assaulted and mugged in, in the Cologne city center during the New Year's Eve celebrations in what a minister called a, quote, completely new dimension of crime. Is it really? Is it really a completely new dimension of crime for a lot of North Africans to be involved in rape? A woman said, they surrounded us and began to grope us. Their hands were everywhere. I had fingers in every bodily orifice. So nose, ears, mouth, possibly eyes, vagina, rectum. Okay, that is an attack of a many-handed North African squid tentacle of rapiness. And that's what was happening to scores of women. The police president, Wolfgang Albers, said, quote, sexual crimes took place on a huge scale. The crimes were committed by a group of people who, from appearance, were largely from the North African or Arab world. Hmm. Naturally, the German media leapt into inaction by failing to report it for at least a couple of days, I guess before social media revealed what had happened. The police chief said one of the victims had, in fact, been raped. A volunteer policewoman was among those said to have been sexually assaulted. One victim said, when we came out of the station, the train station, we were very surprised by the group we met, which was made up only of foreign men, you know, Scotsmen. Actually, that's me. Of course, it was foreign men. We walked through the group of men. There was a tunnel through them. We walked through. I was groped everywhere. It was a nightmare. Although we shouted and hit them, eh, 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 the men didn't stop. I was horrified and think I was touched around 100 times over the 200 meters wait. So women with 40% less body strength than the average men hit these young men from about the ages of 18 to 35 by old reports, hit them with their little fists, but nothing happened. Boy, that, haven't they seen Star Wars? Women can do everything. Women can take down men three times their size. <sighs> Every video game, what, have they lied to us? Lied? One investigator told the Colner Express, quote, the female victims were so badly pushed about they had heavy bruises on their breasts and behinds. Now, of course, as a woman, this is completely terrifying. As a man, it's completely terrifying because you don't know where it's going to end or what's going to happen. Ah, look, there's a thin veneer between civilization and barbarity. Who would have known? Well, men know, but we'll get to that in a moment. So Angela Merkel, of course, has an open-door policy on refugees, uh, letting in about a million North African and Arab refugees into Germany. Uh, the, uh, the police insisted that the alleged perpetrators of these gropes and rapes were not new arrivals to Germany, to which one can only wish one had 18 hands for the face palm. <laughs> See, if they were new arrivals, apparently that would be better the defense of the police is to say, oh, no, these are North African men who've been in German society for a long time. Ah, how could this? Mm, 
Are you people mad? This is even worse, that they've been in German society, these men, for a long time and still organize their gatherings of rapey finger fests on German women. No, it's okay, because even after they've been here for a long time, this is what they do, so how could you be against migration? <sighs> My patience with the planet is atomically paper thin. Barbara Steffens, the Minister for Emancipation, whatever that is, in the North Rhine-Westphalia, Government said the New Year's, New Year's Eve incident was, quote, the tip of a very unpleasant iceberg. She called for a larger societal condemnation of a male abuse of power. Ah, yes. Let's cast the net wide to include all men. Although, I think it's fair to say, my dear lady, that it was a woman who let one million Muslims into Germany, mostly young men. I'm don't, not sure that could quite be categorized as an abuse of male power unless Angela Merkel is hiding something rather surprising in her granny panties. Quote, what is particularly disturbing is that the attacks appear to have been organized. Around 1,000 young men arrived in large groups, seemingly with the specific intention of carrying out attacks on women. Yes, I have no doubt that this was the plan. It's called testing the resolve of your enemy. So, Lara Logan was one test of the resolve. How would the West respond to 60 Minutes correspondent her rape uh, at the hands of, um, I don't know, 200 Muslim men um, when she was covering, covering the Arab Spring and she was in Egypt? That was a test. How would society respond to that? Well, of course, the feminists went completely mental over made-up rapes in the Nadanam novels, so biography, autobiographies, and also made-up rapes of the University of Virginia and so on. But the actual rape of someone like Lara Logan, which we'll get to in a few minutes, uh, no word at all. So when these kinds of events occur, they're testing the resolve. Are Western men and Western women, do they care about protecting their own vulnerable women at all? And, uh, of course, the answer so far appears to be no. And in there, you're going to get more and more of these kinds of things. Oh, another fun thing that these fine young migrants did, uh, these refugees from terrible times who are coming to build a new life of peace, tolerance, diversity, and kumbayanas, uh, they actually lit fireworks and fired them into the crowd. And one woman ended up with a burn in her neck. That will leave a lifelong scar. Yay! Diversity. Sometimes, you know, diversity does require skin grafts. Quote, police in Hamburg are now reporting similar incidents on New Year's Eve in the party area of St. Pauli. One politician says, this is just the tip of the iceberg. So the iceberg seems to figure very prominently. I don't know, maybe because it's so white, it's distracting. Quote, and there are real concerns about what will happen in February when the drunken street parties of carnival season kick off. Quote, a British woman visiting Cologne said fireworks had been thrown at her group by men who spoke neither German nor English. How many times can you say Muslim, Arab, North African, but without saying it? There they spoke neither German nor English. My next guess is Klingon. Quote, they were trying to hug us, kiss us. One man stole my friend's bag, she told the BBC. Another tried to get us into his private taxi. I have been in scary and even life-threatening situations that I've never experienced anything like that. Well, you might want to kind of get used to it or just stay home. You know, like the way that women in Muslim countries do, where they generally can't leave the house without a male relative for reasons that I think German women are beginning to vaguely understand. The justice minister in Germany warned against linking the crimes to the issue of migrants. 
and refugees. See, one government official has no trouble linking North African Islamic attacks against white German women, nothing to do with migrants and refugees, but the one German minister is very happy to link them to male patriarchy as a whole. So you can collectively judge males as a whole as male power, but boy, don't you collectively judge those migrants and refugees. Quote, in Hamburg, several women told police that gangs of men had molested and robbed them on New Year's Eve on the Reeperbahn, a street known for its boisterous nightlife. You know, boisterous does not exactly include something that you want to be drugged if your proctologist did to you. Some similar attacks were reported in Stuttgart. A policeman who was outside the Cologne train station during the New Year's Eve trouble told the city's Express News website that he had detained eight suspects. He said they were all asylum seekers carrying copies of their residence certificates. However, quote, however, there was no official confirmation that asylum seekers had been involved in the violence. So you find them, they're asylum seekers, but you can't confirm it because, I don't know, reality is racist. Commentators in Germany were quick to urge people not to jump to conclusions. I don't know. I think it's okay in life sometimes to jump to conclusions, especially if you're pushed. German NTV, quote, German NTV News says Cologne police are considering calling in reinforcements from other parts of Germany and installing extra surveillance cameras with telescopic lenses. Yeah, that's going to solve the problem. Ah, North African men at nighttime with cameras. I don't know. German police, I've got a tip for you. Why don't you just go into the, say, North African communities, the Islamic communities that have recently come to your fine country, and just ask for help, because I'm sure you'll get tons of help from everyone in helping to identify these perpetrators, because they're just horrified and hate it, I'm sure, completely. Now, the German press finally started reporting the incident three days after it had actually happened, and I'm guessing this is because of social media reports. Um, They finally began talking about how the men were hurling fireworks into the crowd outside the city's cathedral, which caused a mass panic among confused revelers who did not know where to turn. But then, of course, everyone was fine because Angela Merkel came out in a cape and put up her massive multicultural shield and protected everyone. And then rainbows and unicorns and voodoo magic came out of everyone's armpits and everyone hung out. Sorry, fantasy land over. We will continue with reality. So the victims were then cornered, robbed, and sexually assaulted. Quote, the women were sexually assaulted on the breasts and in the groin area. According to the article, mobile phones and wallets were stolen. Uh, Police confirmed that all the victims were girls aged between 18 and 24 years old. So it's good to know that someone is racially and sexually profiling, just not Europeans. A 17-year-old named Denise told the Bill that, quote, the girls were chased like cattle. I am stunned that such a thing is even possible in Hamburg. I am now afraid to even go into the neighborhood. Other women posted up accounts on social media about how the non-white invader, quote, refugees had grabbed them under their skirts in the street. And if these women resisted, their arms were grabbed and they were threatened. Boy, it's a good thing that... uh, Feminists are really focusing on European rape culture. Boy, that, uh, that's really going to help. So the paper said that the situation had, quote, escalated when the young German girls refused the sexual advances made by the non-whites. Their male partners, heavily outnumbered by the refugees fleeing violence, were then savagely beaten. Uh, one of the men have, was, had to be admitted to the hospital with severe lacerations to the face. The unsuspecting whites were, quote, cruelly beaten by the non-white mob, 
and one of the women was beaten so badly she suffered a broken nose, several cuts to the face, and had to undergo an emergency surgical procedure at the local hospital. I'm sure performed also by the ex-superwoman Angela Merkel, who was going to solve all of this. So, yeah, I mean, this is one reason why Muslim women in Muslim countries generally can only go out if they're accompanied by a male relative. Now, in the Blame the Victim Department, Cologne's female mayor has suggested that women perform or adhere to a code of conduct to avoid these kinds of situations. So you don't want to lecture the North African men who are doing this squid finger rapey fest. What you want to do is lecture the women and tell them to change their behavior to avoid these kinds of sexual assaults. Because apparently now blaming the victim is fine if the victim is white. So the suggested code of conduct includes maintaining an arm's length distance from strangers. You know, strangers. Strangers with no perhaps identifiable physical characteristics. Just strangers. So maintain an arm's length distance from strangers to stick within your own group. Hmm. Stick within your own group. It could be taken a bunch of different ways, but I think she just means your own multicultural friends. Ask bystanders for help or to intervene as a witness or to inform the police if you are the victim of such an assault. So, German ladies, welcome to your new trip to the mall. Keep an arm's length from everyone. Stick to your own group. Ask bystanders for help or to intervene as a witness or inform the police if you're the victim of such an assault. Yay. Can't you feel the freedom and the joys of multiculturalism? coming out of your pores as we speak. Oh, but on the other hand, at least you get to get taxed through the nose in order to pay for these mobs who generally attack and assault people. Lovely. So I just want to put out a couple of thank yous and shout outs um, with all due sympathy to these uh, German women. First of all, number one, thank you, mainstream media. You are doing an excellent job of politically correct, uh, of politically correctly driving people to my show. Thank you uh, so much. That is fantastic. Uh, the more that you avoid these basic facts, the more racist you are, the more anti-European and anti-white and anti-women you are. Fantastic. Thank you. Great job avoiding the facts. Uh, in most of the mainstream media, they say, well, men attacked, you know, just men. So great job aggregating it to men and not talking about the reality of the situation. That just causes more people to abandon you in droves, brings them to shows like mine where they get the truth and some facts. And um, so good job, mainstream media. I also would like to say a big shout out and thank you to feminists. A wonderful, wonderful job because feminists are really wrapped up in complaining about microaggressions like mansplaining, you know, when men explain something that women already know. Or, for instance, when a man sits in a subway and lets his knees spread because the little boys need a little air. Well, it's really great that feminists are focusing on Western microaggressions and focusing on made-up rape statistics and creating rapes and frats and so on. Good job avoiding talking about uh, this kind of incident where 90 women are groped and one is raped and several are beaten up in um, Germany uh, on New Year's Eve, just on one um, particular area. It's happening in other areas as well. So good job, feminists, for finally being able to show to everyone with any sort of eyeball that you don't really give a crap at, about women. You're just basically uh, socialists with granny panties and a faintly visible mustache. That is all you care about. And, you know, we've seen this very clearly. Uh, feminists um, hate, uh, and most feminists hate uh, heroic uh, women like Ann Coulter, like uh, Margaret Thatcher, like um, uh, Phyllis Schlafly uh, and others. And um, 
um, Christina Hoff Summers, women who are pretty great and pretty powerful. Whether you agree with their politics or not, they achieved some fantastic and wonderful stuff. So good job revealing that basically you're just a bunch of Marxists uh, who hate uh, capitalism and don't really give a crap about uh, women. And uh, that's a really, really great job because that is just showing your ideology in such sharp relief that um, nobody can fail to see it. I mean, I'm not sure where the feminists were when uh, Muslims raped, oh, I don't know, 1,400 approximately underage girls in Rotherham, England, um, could not find a lot of articles written by feminists complaining about this. Um, it's conservative. Conservative estimate about 1,400 children were sexually abused in Rotherham between 1997 and 2013 uh, by gangs generally of British Pakistani men. And abuses included abduction, rape, torture, and the sexual trafficking of little white girls. Members of the British Pakistani community condemned both the sexual abuse and the fact that the police and others had tried to cover it up for fear of giving oxygen to racism. And uh, that is, you know, good job not reporting on that because, again, that just brings more and more people to sites like mine, to shows like this, where they can get some basic facts. So CBS reporter Lara Logan was uh, covering Mubarak's resignation in Egypt, and she was set upon by a 200-strong mob of Islamic men. They stripped her clothes off. They uh, punched her. They beat her with flagpoles and subjected her to a half-hour sexual assault and rape by uh, dozens of men while shouting, Jew, Jew. She's not a Jew. Laura Logan later said in an interview with Scott Pelley, quote, There was no doubt in my mind that I was in the process of dying. I thought, not only am I going to die, but it's going to be just a torturous death that is going to go on forever. She said of her attackers, quote, For an extended period of time, they raped me with their hands. Now, Laura Logan has tragically been hospitalized several times since then, most recently uh, last year, for internal bleeding, uh, still stemming from the rape. So... This was a br about as brutal a situation as you could possibly imagine, and I'm not sure that a lot of feminists really talked about it because, again, they're running into this uh, cultural narrative that somewhat goes against the whining and bleating. See, women in the Western world have been treated the best of women throughout history and across the world. It is very rare for women to be treated as well as they are in white, male, European-derived or European civilizations. Naturally, of course, uh, women then, feminists in particular, tend to complain the most about the people who treat them the best. Um, I don't really know <laughs> what to say about that other than it needs to be said. So in uh, Le Canouve in France, 70% of covered women, uh, Muslim women, said they wore the veil to, quote, avoid the wrath of Islamic morality patrols. So, so that's what's going on. Now, the big picture view goes a little bit something like this. So you could say maybe two generations ago, women basically said, and I'm collectivizing here, lots of exceptions, and I'm talking mostly about feminist ideology, but a lot of that is um, followed by a lot of women. But basically about two generations ago, women basically said, okay, we've had it with men. Uh, forget it. Men are unreliable. Uh, men fart, they smell, they hog the covers. I don't know what it is. But they said, well, that's it. We are not going to rely on men anymore. We're going to rely on the state. 
the state is going to give us money if our husband or boyfriend runs off after impregnating us as if we are not the gatekeepers of sex and always have been throughout history and across most species that the women say yes or no to sex and men will basically screw anything with half a hole. Warmed up watermelon for the win. So women uh, said, well, forget that. Men are unreliable. The state is perfectly reliable. We're going to rely not on marriage to men. We're going to marry the state and the state is going to take care of us and the state is going to give us free health care and the state is going to give us free pensions and the state is going to take care of our kids and give us free education and, and subsidies and welfare and you name it. And so women went for the state. Now, because women went for the state, they could start to denigrate men enormously because they don't need men anymore because the government is paying their bills. Now, the state is an abuser. The state is an agency that initiates thoughts against anyone. And so the relationship, while initially exciting and thrilling, has become increasingly desperate and negative, with women being trapped in welfare uh, states because there's this welfare cliff where you have to make a huge amount of money to overcome or make more than the benefits being trickled out by the state to you. So women are being trapped uh, in this uh, situation. Birth rates among uh, whites are down enormously. Whites are rapidly becoming an endangered species, partly because um, women also go for the state to take and pillage men's resources if the marriage doesn't work out. Again, as if the women are not responsible for who they choose. Um, men propose, women dispose. Uh, men uh, ask women for sex, sexual access. Women say yes or no. But apparently it's all men's fault when it doesn't work out. So in the cell, <laughs> like I go to a store and I buy something and apparently it's the store's fault if I don't like it. So w women uh, went for um, crazy divorce laws, alimony laws, child support laws, uh, family court crap, you know, which has driven men away from marriage enormously. And uh, women also said, guns are, guns are icky. So, you know, men have been disarmed and so men can't fight back uh, when it comes to these kinds of attacks. Uh, Germany, of course, has some of the most strict gun control Laws in the States, which is why it's like, I don't know, beg people for help, ladies, if you get <laughs> raped by a bunch of North African men. Just beg people for help or at least ask them to be witnesses. And so men are no longer interested in protecting uh, women. Uh, women have used the state to screw over and steal from men repeatedly throughout the last couple of decades. And not all, but, you know, there's been a strong trend that way. So men have kind of abandoned it and said, okay, well, uh, women uh, say that they're equal to men. They never need men to protect them. They're never dependent on men. Uh, a woman needs a man, as the saying goes, like a fish needs a bicycle. So, okay, we'll withdraw ourselves, and you're no longer able to be protected by men. You're no longer going to be protected by men. And so the fact is, of course, that the world is still a very dangerous place, and it is a very dangerous place for the most vulnerable, i.e., children first and foremost, but uh, women secondly, which is why in the Titanic, male privilege was always about women and children first, because it's all kinds of privilege to drown an icy death while women are sailing away in a lifeboat. So um, men are not down for protecting women because they've been nagged and told that women are perfectly capable and equal to men, and that it's an unjust, evil, white patriarchy that oppresses and demonizes women. So, you know, when you're told you're oppressive and evil, what do you do? Well, as a decent gentleman, you tend to stay away. And so the fact is that women are out there uh, not understanding anymore that the world is a dangerous place and that other cultures do not have the enlightened views of women that Western culture has developed over the last few hundred years. And so it's like, yeah, everybody come in. We're all the same, man. It's all equal. We don't need men because the state's going to take care of us. Well, what was the state to do in Cologne on New Year's Eve? There were hundreds of policemen floating around that city that night, and the policemen didn't even know what had happened. Oh, and who got sexually assaulted? A volunteer policewoman. Oh, 
So this is not going to work out. You're not going to be protected by the state. The state is going to trap you in poverty, is going to trap you in the criminal producing machine box of single motherhood and men are not that interested in protecting you anymore because men created a safe space for women and then women thought oh the whole world is safe so everyone can come in and let's not even talk about the left and multiculturalism the left has no interest in multiculturalism whatsoever i've never seen a leftist newspaper say hey i don't think we got enough republicans or conservatives or classical liberals or libertarians in here so we got to start spreading things out and make sure we get a culture of you now everyone's got to be leftist all the time no matter what and they're not interested in multiculturalism any more than the feminists are going to invite um sarah palin who is a very accomplished uh, woman on the right they're gonna put her down and, and make fun of her and when comedians call her the see you next tuesday word they won't say a word about it because they're not interested in diversity and they're not interested in women their hatred is for the free market for uh, western civilization as a whole which they're trying to take down like termites from the ground up and which will only happen if we continue to let them so because you think the world is perfectly safe and everybody is reformable and we're all made from the same gooey dough of multicultural excellence the third world has been invited into the first world and the predictable results are now occurring the third world has had the example of the first world for over a hundred years have they managed or been able to turn the third world into the first world no so even if they've had the example and clear and explicit instructions on what to do things like separate the church and state uh, things like respect for women things like not beating the hell out of your children bringing back circumcision down to say below 70 percent might be a pretty good idea and maybe a little bit of free market liberty thrown in and, oh freedom of speech you know all of these things they've been all blueprinted and mapped out by western countries for the last 100 150 years 200 years or you could go back to magna carta if you really feel like a deep historical dive into the rectum of western history this stuff has all been explained and detailed and people have been out there and trying to help these third world countries get to the first world for the past 60 or 70 years. Hasn't really happened yet now, has it? Not really. You can see more about South Africa in my presentation on South Africa on this very channel. Just do a quick search. So the third world has been unable to get to the first world, even with the example of the first world. So if you bring lots of third world people into the first world, well, what's going to win? What's going to win is the third world. And so everybody thinks everyone's safe and everyone thinks everyone is perfectly programmable. There are no inherent differences between anyone. Culture doesn't really matter. It can just be transferred. No problem. Easy peasy. Like there's something in the German air that just turns people European and egalitarianism. Rifles through the air like condors feeding on the squid eyeballs of bigots. So... What's going to happen? The happen is uh, everyone thinks the world is safe. Everybody thinks that everyone can be reprogrammed into Western egalitarian idealism. And like all great tragedies, it arises out of a delusion that people are unwilling to let go of. And that is the fundamental tragedy that is occurring all across the Western world at the moment. It is a very sad thing to let go of these fantasies of egalitarianism and everyone's equal and there's no danger in the world because what's happening is by forgetting that there is danger in the world women have been allowed to drive off men because the traditional protectors of men of women were men in history but the men have been scorned and driven away as being silly bigots for imagining that anything bad could happen from bringing a bunch of third worlders into a first world country and dumping them on welfare so they don't even have to integrate and creating these no-go zones of islamic control through in various countries throughout the uh, European continent, which has been denied but finally admitted, particularly by policemen who are afraid to go into these no-go zones in England and France in particular for fear of being stoned and beaten up. So, the world is safe. Don't need men. I'm going to wed the government. Well, good luck, ladies. Good luck having the government keep you safe now. Now, 
Maybe, just maybe, if y'all say you're sorry, sorry about all of those insults. Sorry for calling you all itchy rapists and patriarchs and abusers and exploiters. Sorry about all of that. We're really sorry. We kind of need you to come back as a human shield to keep these crazy rape cultures from our throats, boobs, vaginas, and asses. And maybe, just maybe, men might say, we'll think about it.